Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Let's get to uh, the happy news of the day. Got some coal in our stocking from uh, Moody's today for Ontario. Uh, We may have changed governments, but we are moving in the wrong direction. Moody's downgrading Ontario again. What is Moody's? So this is, uh, I mean, the easiest way to describe it, this is a global credit agency that oversees a lot of government spending, keeps an eye on the economy, borrowing and spending. It's not sexy at all, but it is important. Uh, and once, like, way back in the day when there were dinosaurs and there was all sorts of stuff going on, back in the day, Ontario had a triple A rating. Remember those days? Back in the Harris days? Oh, those were the days. Yeah, we were the bomb. Uh, and then the Liberals got into power and the spending spree started. Yes, investment stopped. Our ratings started to slide and slide like a rock in a curling game. Just kept sliding. So we kept downgrading. And before the election, we were sitting at a double A2. It's not good. Uh, but they took a wait and see approach with a new government to see, all right, what do they got going on with the books? Are they looking to go in the right direction? Well, they're not happy, apparently. Uh, they don't like our deficits hitting $14.5 billion. They do not like the growing debt. But they also don't see any business investment. So there's no investment to bring everything kind of into line. And uh, the finance minister, Vic Fidelli, coming out quickly tonight saying, hey, 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 it's, it's the last, guys. And that's perfectly fair. But the credit agencies were willing to look at the new government and say, okay, what are you going to do? And if they thought that they were moving in the right direction, they'd have left the credit agency alone. But clearly they don't like what they are seeing. So how does it affect you? Let's ask someone who's got a much better brain at business than me. His name is Lyle Stein. He's a VestCamp Investments Guy, Managing Director, Senior Portfolio Manager. Hello, Lyle. Are you there? Whoops. What's with me in the phones? Oh, Hi there. There. It's, it's me. I'm awful on these phones. Oh, it's it's not my skill set. Lyle, why should people care about a downgrade? Well, the, the downgrade itself is not like it, it never sounds good, but this isn't like a life or death kind of thing. Um, you know, I, I think of Moody's as sort of like the elf on the shelf at Christmas time who's kind of keeping an eye on things and things just aren't getting any better. And the downgrade is basically a signal to people who actually lend us their money that eh, we're not as Ontario isn't as good as it used to be. And in terms of, you know, what it means for tomorrow for, for Ontarians it, at the end of the day, maybe our borrowing costs go up a snitch, but the, I think the worst thing is it just points the finger at the difficulties of raising revenues. And that was the key point here. Right. You know, we, we have the new government, um, the expenditures, you know, aren't going down. In fact, you know, expenditures over the next decade are going to go up simply because we're becoming older, but there are no new revenues. And, you know, the, the, the simplest line in my business is when your outgo exceeds your income, your upkeep will be your downfall. And our upkeep is going to be our downfall because we don't have revenues to offset what we're sending out. And that's the signal that was sent to investors today. 
be wary about Ontario. Right. And that that just adds and compounds a problem that's been growing for a while. Our manufacturing sector has been decimated, but I, I don't get the sense that it is coming back. And so it really begs the question, what then is the government looking at to get these investors in? Um, and, and we don't have a competitive edge here in Ontario. We're competing with low tax rates across the border. What do we do? What, what does the picture in Ontario tell you about how we draw that investment back? Well, to draw the investment back, Number one, we need to send signals that Ontario is open for business. So in other words, we're going to have to have a competitively lower provincial tax rate. Right. Number two, you know, we've, we've messed up the energy portfolio. And so energy costs, which used to be Ontario's biggest advantage, have now, you know, become a, a noose around our neck. And so we have to give signals about that. And then we have to show that we have, you know, workers who are productive. And I think, you know, we've done an okay job at that. But, you know, the, the, the tough part is we're competing against the states yeah. in the U.S. And they're much, more, they're much more liberal with their gifts to companies because, frankly, they don't have the same fiscal situation that we do. And so, you know, every $15 billion worth of deficits is less that we can spend on productive investments to attract industry to Canada. Yeah, and the green energy file. I mean, look, hydro cannot be fixed. It can't be fixed anytime soon. So businesses are going to have to kind of suck that up because there's just not an overnight fix when it comes to lowering energy costs in the province of Ontario. That is the truth, of, and it's going to take a long time before that's fixed. But, you know, when, when we're paying back the deficit, you know, because we're trying to service that, never mind the debt, we're trying to service the deficit. So we're essentially spending about a billion dollars a month just pissing that away on nothing, just to give this to, to banks and all the rest of it who have... But how how much more then does this go up? Because interest rates are, are continuing to go up and, and inflation's now a threat. Yeah, I mean, you know, the average Ontarian has $22,000 worth of debt, and that's going up at a rate of $1,000 a year. And, you know, I, budgets in Ontario can't afford that. You and I, you know, we, we can't handle that kind of growth in our debt. Um, yet, as long as somebody else is out there willing to provide us the money, well, we continue to spend it. And so, you know, the, the difficult thing is that the political choices that are going to have to be made are going to be tough. And you mentioned, you know, you mentioned Mike Harris, and he, he did the tough thing mm-hmm. when Gretchen was in uh, Ottawa. They did the tough thing. They actually took the, 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 not just the deficit, but they took the debt down. We need to get this debt down because yeah. interest rates are going to be higher in three, four years than they are today. We're, you know, abnormally low levels. And you know, I don't know what the Fed's going to do next week. My sense is they'll raise it. But the, the, the point is interest rates are normally low when they go higher on more debt. You know, that's unproductive investment. Paying off the debt doesn't bring new jobs in. Right. And the other concern, I think, Lyle, and I don't know what you're hearing these days, but we are starting to hear the recession word more and more uh, heading into the new year. If a recession hits, <laughs> what does that mean? Well, that's the tough part. You know, the, 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 the issue is what, what do you have in the, in the chamber? To, to, to shoot down that, that deficit. And the more debt you have, the less tools you have to fight it. And so, you know, we can't go into a, another recession raising taxes. No. That just isn't in the cards. And so, no, this is where it gets tough. And, and you know, this is where the noose of debt, it's easy to add a billion here and a billion mm-hmm. there, but suddenly when you're adding $15 billion, this is, this is major stuff. And, you know, it, it's going not necessarily to the most productive uses, which you know, compounds the problem. Now, so, uh, you know, the, the, the tough part is if you're running $15 billion deficits when times are good, 
heaven forbid yeah. that there'd be a slowdown. Yeah, look, the chickens are going to come home to roost, and they're going to basically turn into rotisseries like pretty quick. And here's here's one where area where we could, um, you know, go is the Ring of Fire. This is like, this is our version of the Alberta oil sands, and this is something that the Liberals promise to develop. This is a game changer for the entire country, but certainly for Ontario, you would think, and I hope this government, because they campaigned on it, but certainly that would be the kind of investment and that would be the kind of development that if we can get that done, you know, that answers a lot of our problems. It, it, it does. And, and, you know, the focus has to be on where can we create new jobs. The Ring of Fire is a wonderful opportunity in the context of the resource sector. You know, having uh, Technology areas. You know, it wasn't too long ago where Ottawa, Canada, was the you know Silicon Valley North. Well, that got kind of wiped out with the with the, with the Nortel and the the implosion and the, the tech wreck in 2000. But you know, where can we where can we develop these kinds of you know high paying job centers where people come? Everybody's in downtown Toronto, and that's great. I mean, it's got some of its own issues, but these are high high paying jobs in the financial sector. What can we do to promote this? Running green policies with respect to energy and running huge deficits doesn't make as attractive as someplace else. And, you know, everybody's out there trying to look for that same high-paying job creation. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to make some tough choices. There's no question about it. It's just whether or not people can, you know, stomach uh, that. But there's no question. Tough times ahead. Lyle, thank you for joining us. I appreciate that. Good to talk to you, Alex. Have a good night. You as well. That is Lyle Stein uh, sharing his knowledge. And boy, the ring of fire. Oh, that is just such a lost opportunity. You know, the, it, you have to get through some land claim issues with uh, indigenous people. But again, we've got to get this done. We've got to do something. Manufacturing's not coming back, certainly not with hydro costs the way they are. It's, we're not, those days are gone thanks to, you know, 15 years of ideology. Uh, but we can do something up north. And that really should become a focal point, really, at this point. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.